warning, the following segment just might stimulate your appetite. Hi, I'm Rick Steves. When I see tour groups marching around under the midday sun in Italy, I always enjoy watching for that moment in their schedule when their guide takes them for a little time out from museums and historical sites to visit the neighborhood gelateria. That's Italy's version of the corner ice cream parlor. The satisfied look on their faces as they dig into their gelatos, it says it all. The Italians have been perfecting the art of frozen desserts for centuries. We're joined now by Alfio Di Mauro. He's a lifelong resident of Sicily, and Anna Piperato. She's an American scholar of Italian art whose passion for Italy led her to settle in Tuscany. They're here to make sure you're enjoying the tastiest gelato in town, too. Anna, Alfio, ciao. Ciao a tutti. Ciao, buongiorno. Buongiorno, I'm uh, dreaming about gelato. Me how, too. how can you say that in Italian? Sto sognando di gelato. Di gelato. I'm dreaming about gelato. Desidero un gelato. Desidero. I desire a gelato. <laughs> I, I do. Just tell me, Alfio, your, your favorite gelateria and uh, the favorite flavor and what kind of memories it inspires. Well, memories of gelato, they go back to when I was a toddler. My favorite gelato is coffee. Mm-hmm. And there's a favorite gelateria I have, and they make a special gelato because the secret of Italian gelato is to keep it simple, fresh ingredients, Mm -hmm. and it's made daily, Mm. okay? Sometimes we think that gelato stays for days and days and days, but actually it's good only for a couple of days, Mm. and then it becomes too hard. So you know that if you go to your gelateria and they're trying to give you three-day-old gelato, Mm -hmm. you can tell? Actually, if your gelateria has gelato all the time, three days is not a good gelateria. (laughs) Because so actually, the, the in tour, the summer, they the have the opposite. can come and go, yes, and that's okay. in the okay. summer, they have the opposite problem. They mm. cannot make gelato fast enough yeah. to, uh, for the demand. Okay. And in the region where I come from, which is the Sicily, Sicilia, it's a very, very long tradition. We are, I think, expert of water-based gelato, and especially its ancestor, which is called granita. Granita. Yes, yeah, something that you know as a slushy. What do you mean, water-based as opposed to dairy? Uh, correct. And, uh, Something that happened in Sicily since the Romans mm-hmm. is the fact that they used to mix in summer fruit juice with the snow from the mountains. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sicily has a lot of mountains like the rest of Italy, so there's plenty of snow, and they used to mix. So even those. back in Roman times? Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. no electricity, no refrigerators. Yeah, they would correct. go up into the mountains, collect the snow... Bring it down, mix Yes, fruit. actually, they were preserving the snow in caves. Okay. And that let them providing snow in summer as well. All year long. Yes, all year long. Plus, Sicily had a lot of salt harvest. Mm-hmm. And if you put salt with ice, the temperature will drop, and they will also preserving that. Your favorite uh, gelato flavor is uh, coffee. Does that have caffeine in it? I mean, can oh, you, yes. you, get a, you get a hit. Yeah, you get a, yeah, a caffeine yeah. hit, yeah. With, and that's why you were such a busy toddler. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. Anna, tell me about your favorite, and you're from Siena. <laughs> tell me about your favorite uh, gelateria in, in Siena and uh, what your thoughts are on the best flavor and some memories that it inspires. Well, my absolute all-time favorite flavor is pistacchio, pistachio, which I get every time with some other flavor. doesn't matter what flavor, but always pistacchio as the base. That's how I judge a good gelateria. And my favorite gelateria in Siena is probably the smallest one. I think the best gelateria in general are the small ones without the bells and whistles, no frills, very small, 
containers, freshly made gelato. And my favorite time is to go towards the end of the day when I know they're just about to make one last batch and I wait for it to come out of the machine and they just put the cup right under it and give it to me fresh. So this freshness is something. I mean, I don't think the typical American considers fresh when it comes to ice cream or gelato, but you're actually hanging around till the next batch. Yes. Yes. There are over 37,000 gelaterie in Italy, apparently. I read this. But all of them are fresh. And as Alfio says, if there is leftover gelato and they're trying to serve it to you the next day, bad gelateria, do not go there. We're talking about seasonal. You go to your favorite gelateria in Siena. Mm. Would they serve different flavors at different seasons, actually? Yes, depending on... And actually, they're closed in the winter season as well. So a lot of the best places are also closed because people don't... I don't know what these people are, but some people don't like to eat gelato when it's (laughs) cold outside. (laughs) Okay. But in the summer, what's an example of when you would find one flavor and, and not another flavor? Well, all of the fruit gelato, for example, uh-huh. all of the uh, fruit you have in the summer, like peach okay, or so fresh mulberry. strawberries. Yeah. And your smile just has strawberry gelato written <laughs> yeah. all over it. And fresh the bonus in Sicily is that, is that gelateria are open all year. Ah. In Sicily. Oh, yes. right. Not more in more. Siena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Count on Alfio to be oh, a walking yes. promotion <laughs> for his beautiful <laughs> island. So what is, just let's get down to basics here. I mean, because Americans say ice cream. Ice cream and gelato, what's the difference physically? The big differences are the amount of air, milk versus cream, and the temperature it's served at. So gelato is served a few degrees warmer than ice cream. Ice cream has a lot more air in it, up to 50% more air. And when you have the air, you get ice crystals forming, so it can be crunchier but also fluffier, whereas gelato is much denser and creamier, even though they use milk and not cream. That's sort of counterintuitive. So they use the lighter version of milk, and it is denser and more flavorful. And way healthier. It's good for you. And healthier. Another difference (laughs) is that ice cream has more sugar. Yes. And in fact, it has more calories, even if it has more air in it, because of the dairy and the sugar. Yeah. So why order ice cream? Correct. In (laughs) fact, what kills me as an Italian is when I see gelateria that also advertise they sell ice cream. In Italy? Yes. Oh, you're kidding. Because they, we're they trying say... to get the English-speaking tourists, mm, never... but these two words should never be used together. They're not synonyms at all. And I think we should inform travelers that gelato and ice cream are different. Let it be known right here Correct. on, on Travel with why, Rick Steves yes. that gelato is different than yes. ice cream. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Anna Piperato and Alfio De Mauro. And our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Chris is on the line from Chula Vista in California. Chris, thanks for calling. My pleasure. Well, I'm getting hungry just listening to this conversation. Me too. My question is, um, I've tried to replicate the flavors and the creaminess of gelato here in the States, but I haven't been successful. I wonder if you could point me towards some recipes that will enable me to enjoy that wonderful experience stateside. Well, I would recommend that you enroll in a four-week course at the Gelato University outside of Bologna. They have courses oh. in English. <laughs> four-week course yes. on gelato. gelato. The fine art of gelato. Uh, Chris. Do they have scholarships? <laughs> <laughs> they should. Uh, Chris, the problem is that the technology for the gelato is a little tricky. The mm. freezing part is what probably is where you are going to have some problems. Why? The deliver of the low temperature Mm. should happen in such a short time because 
a normal refrigerator at home in the freezer, it doesn't have that power. So basically what it means is that the longer it takes to form the crystals, the bigger they will be. And that is bad gelato, okay? The faster you can froze, the mm. better the quality because the crystal would be imperceptible in your tongue. Okay, so that's why you cannot get good gelato home because you don't have the equipment to do so it. So the texture is a, the is texture. a fundamental yeah, thing yeah. about gelato because Something. it is like almost sexy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you, that's the right word. That's the right word. You know, I mean, I was just thinking there's no other word. Yeah, it's, because you, you cannot feel the you, ice particle. You drag your tongue yeah. over it. Correct. And you just love it. Yeah. And what you can, something you can do, Chris, about it is that you put your solution in the freezer and you take out and mix it and then put it back. Take out and mix it. Anti-crystals? Yes. And that mixing will help. That's, fun. That's not, a very not good practical tip. big crystals in it. Okay. So it's not your fault, but good <laughs> ice machines are expensive. You know, the professional stuff, it costs mm-hmm. about $30,000. Wow. One. So, of course, they make two kilos of gelato in, in, in 10 minutes, uh, so big production. But for the Italian, that's a small price to pay. For <laughs> oh, <time>. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what about ingredients? Because Italy is all about ingredients. It's all about ingredients. You know, uh, we were mentioning about favorite flavors. Of course, when I was uh, a boy, I was not into coffee. That happens later. But I like all of the fruit gelato and the chocolate and all of that. What is special is that they always start from scratch, from the fruit of the season. So the best thing you can do if you're in the right gelateria, you get, I don't know, pear gelato, apple, peach, mulberry, watermelon. Sounds like I should book my uh, trip to Bologna next time. <laughs> I, I think, think you that. should. <laughs> and then to Sicily. <laughs> Thank you. Happy travels. Happy okay. gelato licking. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Anna Piperato and Alfio Di Mauro about the fine art of gelato. Our phone number is 877-333-7425, and Alinda's calling in from Deerfield Beach in Florida. Alinda, do you have any gelato dreams to share? Well, yes. I had a few questions. First question I have was sort of related to what was asked by the last caller. How come gelato is so much better in Italy than at the places in the United States where I've had it? My second question was just where's the best place for gelato at Rome is, if there's a thought on that. And then my third question was, I noticed that everyone seemed to be eating Nutella. That seemed to be so popular. And my favorite is actually Nutella, the hazelnut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nutella. So I wanted to have answers to a bunch of questions. All right, Elinda, thanks for the call. And first of all, Nutella is a flavor I encounter a lot. Nutella. That's hazelnut. Yes. Hazelnut, And correct. Nutella is this children's chocolate sort yeah, of peanut which butter. Maize, it's right. made and, with, with hazelnut also. And that's Nutella. why I ask about that, Nutella, because it just didn't sound appealing to me at all. Is there Nutella gelato? Yes. There are some flavors. Is that a gimmick or is that a good flavor? Would you uh, say? It's good flavor, if you but, like that, uh, huh? but it's a little too rich, a little too creamy. Nutella uh, makes zits happen immediately. Nutella so. makes zits yes. happen? Immediately. That explains it. It does. But Nutella is at least an Italian product from yeah. Piemonte. So <laughs> it's a huge hit around Europe. But yes. if you wanted, you could have chocolate and nocella, two flavors. Nocella, which is much nicer. Yeah. And especially that way, when there you they go, because the that's essentially nuts. what Nutella is, yes. is or chocolate. you can get bacio. Mm. 
Bacho is the flavor that is made with chocolate and hazelnut. That means kiss, doesn't it? It means kiss, correct. Because there's a famous chocolate that's called bacho yeah. that lovers exchange. There you go. So if you want Nutella, you're not limited to the word Nutella. You can no. go down to basics. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Elinda was asking, if you're in a city, I mean, when I was in Florence, of course, for many years, yeah. uh, Vivoli's, everybody mm. went to Vivoli's. Yeah. And in Rome, everybody would go to Giolitti. These places, they get famous, and then they're still good, but maybe they're not worth their yeah. reputation. How do you know the best place to go in now, a city I, like I will tell I will tell you how to search for the good gelato, because this is what you need to know. When I lead tours, I warn tour members to stay away from this humongous hills of gelato that you see on the main streets in Rome and Florence. The natural gelato, the original, the authentic, genuine, cannot stand that position. The gelato to be that tall over the container must be pumped in fat. And that is not natural gelato. We're getting closer to the ice cream we were talking before. In order for it to be exposed Correct. to the air. Because from an advertising point of view, you see a mountain of purple and green yeah. and brown. Correct. Well, and just imagine, is 100 Fahrenheit, you are in June in Rome, right. and you see that, it's like seeing an oasis on a desert. So you, you go there, yeah. you think you're getting a real thing, but it's not. Okay, so that's just to catch your eyes. And but the color a, also is... Co- correct. So what about the color? Well, when you see bright blue gelato that's piled this high and it's Smurf flavored, you should stay away from it. <laughs> so you want natural colors, <laughs> you want it not stacked high, but even low with a lid on correct. it? I, yes. I, I see a lot of places uh, have a uh, lid absolutely. on it. Absolutely. When you see... Pistachio or pistachio, mm-hmm. which is bright green, you run opposite direction exactly. from it. Yes. What I always <laughs> say to people is in nature, bright color are usually a sign of danger. Except for <laughs> strawberries. The strawberry gelato can be quite bright if okay. it's very, very It's good fresh. to know that exception. <laughs> Mint is never <laughs> green. Mint is white. Mint is white. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So shape of gelato, flat, right. possibly covered with the lead, color, and then you can see if a gelato was freshly made or not, because the freshly made, as you were talking before, is kind of it looks smooth and inviting and very soft. I find that the young generation of local people know where the good gelato is, and yes. every year there's yeah. a different place that has the long line, Correct. especially in the evening. Correct. Is that a good sign if you see the kids lining up, or is that just because it's a popular place? It's usually is a good sign. Okay, but. Uh, something that I think everybody should be aware of between, you know, difference between the lifestyle in U.S., lifestyle in Italy, U.S. has big brands. Mm-hmm. And all of those big brands are, you can find all of them everywhere you go from east to west coast. Right. Italy instead, we have so many little gelatria, they are family run. It's not a chain. So you will never find the same brands so with a mom with and a few, pop, with, a, with a passion, and with a local following. So basically what you have to know is you need to live there a little bit and somehow become local. And then you will have this universe that opens in front of you to and find all of the favorite spots. Yeah, But this is also really fun research to do. Go to the one with the bright blue gelato and try it. And then go to the place where the lids are over all the flavors and try that. And right. do a lot of research. You can do research on gelato three times a day. It's healthy. And, and you can, in Italy, it's a, a tradition <laughs> that you can taste it. And you can, you can taste two or three flavors before you buy a cup. Oh, absolutely. How do you ask for a, a taste? What do you say? Uh, posso assaggiare. Can I sample? Posso assaggiare. Assaggiare. Mm-hmm. Sì. Assaggiare. Now, we're talking about family, mom and pops and everything, but what I see in all over Europe, 
popping up like Starbucks on the main corner is Grom, G-R-O-M. What's the deal with Grom? Because that's the new Starbucks of gelato in Italy. Yes. Well, Grom, I have a love-hate relationship with Grom because I'm very happy that this company was started by some 20-somethings from Turin, which is where I lived for almost two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, they wanted to get back to the original way of producing ice cream. uh, Sorry, gelato. Oh, my God. Edit that out. Um, (laughs) Of producing gelato because the founder of the slow food movement, which is from Piemonte, Mm -hmm. uh, said gelato is just not what it used to be. So these young entrepreneurs, which is quite rare in Italy, especially with all the economic crises going on, they decided to make gelato the way it used to be made. And their flagship store is in Turin, right by the main train station. They have another one by the Egyptian Museum in Turin. Fantastic. Two other stores. Now they have 34 cities in Italy have Groms. There's one in New York City, there's one in Paris, there's one in Tokyo. But if I couldn't defend them, they have their own farm in Piemonte and they grow all their own fruits and they make their own flavors and they send out three times a week these flavors to their shop all over Italy. So, so has, has bigness uh, hurt their their ethic? No, it has not yet. Okay. Yet. <laughs> so, so in other words, it started with a good mission, mm-hmm. good uh, slow food ideals. Yes. Very successful now. Quality still good. Yes. And the only reason not to go there is if you just like to support mom and pops as opposed to big corporations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, you will not find any grumps out of Rome. But you mentioned they're in Tokyo, so you're saying if you want to get good Italian gelato outside of Italy, you should go to Grom. Is that what you're suggesting? It's a good compromise. It's a good compromise between a franchising and a good quality product. Mm, Yes. There's one in New York City, a bit closer. So, uh, And another question Elinda had was, why is it better in Italy? Is it possible to find good? Is it just a matter of having the gear and the ingredients? Well, what do you need to do is just getting the right ingredients first and then the right technology. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you have to have a certain conception and you keep it fresh. Elinda, thanks so much for your call and happy gelato eating. Bye I'm now. I'm looking forward to gelato three times a day as they recommend it. Absolutely. <laughs> and remember, water-based gelato has okay, less, less calories. Less <laughs> calories. Happy travels, Elinda. <laughs> thank you. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about gelato with Anna Piperato and Alfio Di Mauro, two friends and tour guides from Italy. Stephanie emailed us from Boston, and Stephanie writes, Can people with a lactose intolerance eat gelato without having stomach problems? Good question. What about uh, lactose-free or non-dairy options? Oh, absolutely. You have plenty of choice of fruit gelato, which usually are water-based. So that means they have no dairy of any... Is that the same as uh, sorbet? Yes. Sorbet is a word that comes from sherbet. Sherbet was this... So in America, uh, I think we say sherbet in French, sorbet in Italy. What? Sorbetto. 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 Actually, technically, you should call the water-based gelato sorbetto. Technically, that's the, uh, the right definition. And it's something that happened, actually, where I'm from, when the Arabs introduced from Persia the sugar cane. The first sugar ever came to Europe that is not honey is the sugar cane that the Arabs brought to Sicily in the 9th century. And they, with that sugar, they mixed to the Roman snow with the, with mm-hmm. the fruit, and they created the sherbet. They called sherbet, which later on was I'm called go- sorbetto. Lydia's calling from Boulder, Colorado. Lydia, thanks for your call. Buongiorno, Buongiorno Lydia. everyone. Buongiorno. I have, I have one question, and then just I'll tell you about my experience in Sorrento. But my question is, how do I get paid to taste and write about gelato in Italy? I have to go back. 
<laughs> line up. <laughs> That's what everybody wants. You know, you're going to have to just work hard here and then go over there and, and, and be on vacation and eat gelato exactly. everywhere you Start go. Start a blog. <laughs> uh, but I, I want to live there. I, I truly believe I've gotten a taste of Italy and I really want to savor it now. I There's several places I would love to go back to and I really love Sorrento. I was quite surprised. I, I don't like big cities and mm-hmm. I love Rome. But anyway, in Sorrento, on the way out of town, we stopped at a shop and actually got a little class in sorbet making. And how was that? Oh, (laughs) it was so amazing. You know, once we put the ingredients into the, the freezer that they had, the very expensive freezers, you know, 10 minutes later, we were eating heaven. Are you talking about Gelateria uh, David? We had a... David. David. Mario is the the gelato I love that. Expert. That must be it because yeah. he has a wonderful outreach yeah, to people for appreciating. Yeah. 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 He does such an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was David, and he gave yeah. me recipes, and yes. I I don't know where they are. I, lo- I ended up losing my journal. Oh. If you Google Gelateria David in Sorrento, you'll find the email address. You write yeah. to Mario. Mario is the guy. And then sooner or later, he uh-huh. will reply back at you. And, and he will send the recipes and again. That's, that's David, like David, David D-A-V-I-D. Si. All right. Good. David. Lydia, thanks for your call. Thank you. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking about gelato with Alfio Di Mauro and Anna Piparato. We could talk forever about gelato, but just share one moment of how you're just, everything is right. Everything comes together. You're in the right place at the right time with the right gelato. Anna. Well, I guess as not being a native Italian speaker, the first time I was able to properly order a pistacchio with, of course, my favorite fragola next to it and pay in lira, uh, that was a fantastic moment in Florence when I was a student all those years ago. To get the gelato you want. To order it in Italian as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I can, I can remember sitting on the porch of the Pantheon just savoring what I've just experienced with my cone of gelato. I can... I can remember doing the passeggiata with the gelato in Sorrento. Oh, are you a cup or a cone guy? Because this is quite important, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is important. Well, I'm I'm a cup guy. I'm a cup guy, uh, girl. girl yeah. Whatever. I'll uh, <laughs> so equal here because you, you get the question at the gelateria is a cup or cono, right? Yes, and a co- copa, cono, copa or cono. There's a really funny anecdote about the World's Fair in St. Louis in 1904 when there were gelato stands and there were waffle stands and the ice cream maker, basically, he ran out of cups. And so the waffle guy said, here, why don't I roll my waffle and you can use it as a cornucopia? It was a Syrian-American immigrant, and that turned into the cone. The waffle cone. Yes. How? So. But I'm still a cup person. I'm still a cup person, too, because it doesn't detract from the flavor of the pistachio. And you can take all the time you want and not exactly. be stressed out about catching those dribbles. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Exactly. Maybe that's part of relaxing is not to worry about the dribbles. Well, exactly. the only difference is that usually Italians prefer a cono because you can eat a cono with one hand and you can do a hand gesture with the other. Oh, that's exactly. if you're Italian, you have to You cannot. <laughs> and that means Italians, they have some speech impediment if they cannot move their hands like I'm doing right now. So that's why you can be a con kind of guy. But also there's a third option, which is the gelato in a bun. A brioche, it is called. Mm-hmm. And this, when we were kids, this was lunch in summer days. Oh, my goodness. So you have a sweet pan, you open it in a half, and you put three scoops of gelato in it and whipped cream on top. It's very full of calories, but you're a young boy, it's summer, you've been playing with your friends Paradiso all day, for lunch. and then you can burn all these calories, and it's the best lunch I remember when <laughs> I was a kid. 
Gelato con brioche. Can I add one more thing? Yeah. Sometimes you see gelato makers that they roll their eyes because American tourists ask too much. Chocolata and limone. There are certain flavors you don't match together. And certainly one of those is very acidic flavors like limone, lemon, with chocolate or nuts in general. Okay? So please work on your matches and try to get similar things together. There are certain contrasts that play well, like strawberries and chocolate. That's good. Oranges and chocolate. That's okay. But do not ask for the limone, limone to coexist <laughs> in the same cup or cono with the chocolate, please. Or, as my mom says, I'm on holiday, I can do what I like. So uh. just, look ap- just look apologetic <laughs> and do your research and keep doing it. Yeah, and keep but trying. at least now you know <laughs> now why you know. people roll their eyes. Why they roll their eyes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much and bon appetito. <laughs> bon gelato. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece, and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.